So Dylan, how was how was uh how was your uh, week? How was your week? I am angry. I am angriest boy. <laughs> oh, I have long hair. I am angry boy. You hate Marvel. Oh, you hate the Marvel. The, Marvel, the, Marvel. the last Jedi fucking sucks. <laughs> hey kids, it's Caleb. I'm back. No, Caleb's back for a full episode, and Dylan's gone. No, Dylan's here. <laughs> He's gonna hate us. Oh my god. Yeah, Dylan Dude. bugged me about doing three consecutive episodes. And then after one episode, he's like, no, nah, I'm going to a wrestling thing, so I can't record tonight. <laughs> a wrestling thing. Oh, Dill Pickle. Dilly much, Pickle. I mean, I mean, I mean, sweaty church wrestling is much more important than the BPP. I mean, you can't argue with it. With that, he bugged me about for months. <laughs> yeah, because he has like 10 topics he can pick or whatever. No, he has three and he's uh, only done one. Star Wars Right, was right. One. and then I have 10. Yeah, you get to pick 10 of whatever you want. Uh, okay, I started got to be starting to think about yeah. that if I'm going to be back on this. Yeah, but uh, um, here, since Dylan couldn't record on Wednesday, here we are recording on a Sunday morning. Bright so, and early bright, and I yeah. have um a tall can of monster because I like to feel like I'm skydiving it before 10 a.m. Yep. I'm drinking my second very big cup of coffee. Look at this thing. Holy it's crap. Huge. Yeah. It's like a half gallon. It's I think it's like a pint of coffee. And okay. I've already had one, so Wow. Guzzle guzzle. Star Wars mug. Star Wars mug, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the original trilogy. The best overall trilogy, of course. The best overall. I mean, undisputed. I mean, yeah, and I'm never gonna argue that. So um yeah. Dylan bugged me for weeks <laughs> about doing his three episodes and now he Oh shit! I don't know if my mic just picked up that, but I was messing with my keyboard and it made a funny noise. I heard a little machine gun fire in the background. Yeah, um, the, yeah, yeah. Did, uh, a, Ross's move to the Sudan. Yes, uh, by the way, in the are, intro. It is, yeah, it's it's uh, it's fun. Surprisingly fun. good internet connection. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, but yeah, with no Dylan here, we can't get to my second his second episode. So um, we were going to do the apartment episode after three months away from. <laughs> Y'all Best remember Picture that? Winners. You remember when we were talking about Best Picture winners? Remember when? Yeah, remember when we were a Best Picture podcast? And now we're just another regular movie podcast. And and I've been away for so long, dude. I've stepped so far out of the movie circle. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, I drove by a movie theater for the first time in like two months. Nice. And I said, "Oh shit, look, it's a movie theater," and it was fucking packed. Yeah, um, you live in that dad life now, dude. And yeah. that first few months, you can it's 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 a nice readjustment. <laughs> Yeah, there's a, there's a big it's a big learning curve. Yeah. Um I've watched uh some Peppa Pig. Oh, that's which has been stuff. fun. Have you ever seen Funky Veggies? I have not seen Funky Veggies. I am all about Funky Veggies, all right? And there's okay. a series of YouTube videos where um basically it's a black screen and then a bunch of vegetables come hopping onto the screen and so, dance Oh, wait, no, no, I've seen a couple of those. Funky Veggies. Yeah, I don't think I've seen like specifically that one, but I've seen like that genre. The one we it's, watch has bumblebees. Oh, that sounds interesting. Funky bees. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. R and R and bees. Maybe. Ooh, that's good. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, um, we're gonna do. <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two Ooh. tired dads are doing a low effort podcast this week, and you'll find out what the topic is after the theme song on this week's episode of the Binge Picture Podcast. <laughs> oh, nice Dylan impression there. <laughs>
the Bench Picture Podcast, the podcast, the podcast where um, each week the still two of us, but a different two of us, are supposed to watch every Best Picture winner <laughs> from the Oscars. But it is thing. now, it is now, I think nine weeks or more, nine to twelve weeks and counting of no and, Best and, Picture. And winners. Ross, remind me how many episodes of this podcast there are existing. Um, this is episode 22, um, and the last like 12 have not been Best Picture winners. So okay. we are now, you know, we're scooting in the we? wrong direction. We what? are, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what we are what anymore. What do we do? Uh, but um, so thank you for joining us on the third worst podcast on the internet. I am coffee drinker, tired dad, and just generally grumpy person, Ross Bambenek. I am world-renowned cynic and sleepy boy, um, Caleb Weed. Yes, and we're, this is your first episode back in, well, your first full episode back. Honestly, yeah. I mean, I made a couple guest appearances over the yep. last 10, 11 weeks now, yeah, maybe yeah. 12 weeks. I, um, again, I'd have to do a, a count to see what exactly, how, how long it has exactly been, but it's in that ballpark. It's been about three months. <laughs> It's been, it's been about half the lifetime of BPP, um, yeah. but I'm back oh. for one. What's up, guys? Missed ya. Yes, we missed you, Caleb. Missed ya very much. And of course, we are without our angriest boy this week. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he died at the wrestling event. Yeah, rest in peace, sweet prince. <laughs> <laughs> so, Caleb, um, because it is a Sunday morning and because um, it's been a long time since we've done a Best Picture movie... We're not doing the apartment episode. We will do an episode about the apartment someday, but today is not that day. One day we'll get back to form. One day. Who knows? I feel like Dylan's going to throw a fit whenever we go back to it. Uh, yeah, he, he loves this uh, anarchist free flow shit. Yes, he Which, does. It's fun. It is it's fun. It's very fun. But we had a purpose when we started this show, and that purpose has gotten lost in us yelling about <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> we have wandered into... Uh, uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, we're we're, we're somewhere. We don't. We've know wandered where. off. <laughs> yeah. We're off the beaten path, and yes. it's fine. It's like you know. In, have you watched Loki yet? No. Okay. Well, I watched. We we finished it this week. It's like we were on our main timeline, but now we've branched off, and we have no way. We have no idea how we're going to get back to the main timeline now. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Um. So, to Caleb, this week we are just gonna do a little get to know each other sessions so our audience can get to know our personal tastes a little better. We're going to be talking oh, about our five favorite directors. So really Ooh. it's just, you know, which director has made makes a lot of movies you like? Who do you like their style? Just it's a lot of things rolled into one. Do you like their style? Do you like their filmography? Um you know, movies you've seen or directors you've seen a lot of movies from. Just overall five guys they make good burgers, Five Guys. Five Guys, ooh, they do make really good burgers. I haven't been to Five Guys in forever. There it is. It's greasy. And then they got the free peanuts and shit. It's, oh, it's good stuff. I fill up on the peanuts before my food gets there every single time. I know, time. it's a problem. It is. And then they just dump all the fries in the bag, and oh, it's so good. Mm, I like to, uh, so so I like to leave the fries in the bag, and it's like mm. a paper sack, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I leave them there while I finish my burger. Mm-hmm. And then I like to wring the bag and, oh, and wring we'll the grease, grease out. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right in the mouth. It's good stuff. Do you go like dip it in a ketchup? Do you like pour that malt vinegar on there? Like, What's your uh, go-to I comment? do like a little malt vinegar. See, that's uh-huh. the way to go. That's the way yeah, to go. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
right. So, um, Caleb, you want to get us started off with your number five on your director list? Because <laughs> I'm really curious to see if there's any overlap here. I'm not. I don't, there might be a. I think there might be one mm-hmm. uh, just from knowing you. Yeah. But I've picked I've picked some curveballs kind of when I was digging into this. Okay. Um, okay. So my first um, pick is actually a team of directors work together. Ooh. They happen to be brothers. Um, they're the kings oh, of panic attacks. I know where this is going. Do you? Yes, I do. Do you want me to guess? Yes. Yeah, guess. you said brothers and my mind went somewhere, but then you said panic attacks and my mind went somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, is it the Safty brothers? It is the Safty brothers. Oh, dude, love those guys. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Uh, got a great body of work. Um, and it's not very large. No, it's like four movies right now. Yeah, I think. Um, so I picked a couple of directors on this list that don't have very large filmographies at all, but but the films that they have produced or directed, mm-hmm. um, I mean produced as in made, are yeah. um awesome and among my favorites. Mm-hmm. So uh good time, first oh. and foremost. Uh, good time is a very good time. It is. It's one of my favorite movies. And and of course Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. I, I'm still so mad that he ne- didn't get an Oscar nomination for that. I know. Uncut totally. Gems incredible. Like if totally Parasite deserved. didn't come out that year, Uncut Gems would have been far and away swept, my favorite man. movie of the year. It was really good. Yes. I, I don't know. I, I They have a great filmography. I love their style. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the like their consistency in making you feel sweaty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen Daddy Long Legs? no is that a safety brother yes i haven't um, seen daddy long legs it's good it's not quite as good as the other one the other two is it um, a similar sort of uh it's vibe? calmer it's calmer okay, it's not calmer. like a balls to the wall crime story it's um a single it's like a single dad with his kid oh okay um, but it, you know it's a case of where the single dad makes a bunch of wrong choices and you're like no <laughs> <laughs> So it is similar in that way. Yeah, but it's not like yeah. panic attack inducing. It's more like, oh, don't do this kind of thing. Oof. It's not like when I'm watching Uncut Gems and every single time Adam Sandler makes a decision, I am like, I am going to have a heart attack because this man's going to get himself killed. Uh, okay, I'll add Daddy Long Legs to the list. But that's um, good. all right. right but yeah, that's f- that's that's number five. My me. number. So you want my number five? Uh yeah. Of All right. Um, my number five is one of the, I think, five or six directors who I have referred to as my best friend on this podcast. Oh, my God. Okay. So, it is. Uh, okay. You want, are you going to guess or do you just want me to spit it out there? I mean, I can I can rattle off a couple that you've referred to as your best friend, but chances are I won't get it. Okay. I'll just let you know then. Uh, it is Mr. Spike Lee. Uh, at number five. I yes. figured that would be a little higher. Nope. My number, my top four are pretty much locked in. Like when I came up with this idea, my top four were like, okay, these four are top four. And then I just have to figure out who the fifth one is. <laughs> right on. Dude, Spike Lee's awesome. Yes. Yeah, Spike Lee's um, incredibly stylized form of filmmaking mixed with the very, very relevant and important themes in all of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Like you've seen Do the Right Thing, right? Yes. Yeah. So um i watched that last year like i've seen it i think five times now and every single time i've bumped my rating up just a little bit <laughs> oh it gets better with every watch yeah um i watched do the right thing last year after um the um after the george floyd um incident mm-hmm. last year and i was like oh nothing's fucking changed since do the right thing came out no 
Yeah, nothing's fucking changed. Nothing's um, fucking changed. I think Spike Lee, um, what he does really, really well is finding the kind of the pulse of an, a certain issue and translating anger and pain and potential hope and projecting it into a film, which he's done gr- really, really well with, you know, police brutality and racism in movies like um, Do the Right Thing, um, uh, Black Klansmen, and then mm-hmm. with v- Vietnam Vets, um, with um, The Five Bloods, which great fucking movie. I, I didn't. I haven't seen that one. That was the one that came out last year, right? Yes, it was last year or the year before. I can't remember exactly when, but it, his most recent movie. Mm-hmm. And do the well, no, the no, 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 because now he has that nine eleven HBO documentary that he just that just released. Oh yeah, yeah. On the conspiracy theories, apparently. Yeah. Which he's now edited out. He edited it out after the backlash from the trailer. I think. Yeah, I think he he did the right thing. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> All right, I'm um, gonna go. Yep. Logging off. Episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, also he's also made one of the only biopics that I actually like. Because Malcolm X. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, it's the only good about the that only, on here before. One of the only good biopics. Um Yeah. Spike Lee he's I mean so all around just awesome. Yes. Um I will forever love his reaction to Green Book winning Best Picture. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> Love Spike. Um, that was the moment Spike became my best friend because that was pretty much my exact reaction to Green Book winning Best Picture too. So ever since 2018, Spike Lee and I have been best friends. So you don't Caleb, know my number four? Yeah, give me your number four, dude. It might be another Spike. Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Jones, dude. My love of Spike Jones goes back to skate videos. Skate. Oh yeah, because he did a bunch of skate videos and he did a sp- bunch of stuff with the uh, um, the Beastie Boys, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So he mm-hmm. um, started in skate videos for girl skateboards and mm-hmm. uh, chocolate, I believe, another skate team, um, which were like groundbreaking skate videos. I have a deep rooted love of skate videos, by the way, if you couldn't tell. Um, but but based off of those videos um i think i think it was sonic youth the lead singer for sonic youth um was like oh my god these skate videos are awesome man i don't even know what the sonic youth people sound like when they talk but that's what i imagine they sound like <laughs> and um he saw the skate videos and he was like shit this guy's got to direct some, some a music video for me and so he he got his start into music videos that way um mm-hmm. and yeah he did beastie boys um and his success with music videos spun him into doing like music documentaries, mm-hmm. um, which I think he did with the Beastie Boys. He did. And I think that's on Apple Plus. I need to watch that. I haven't seen that one. Um, but then he has some of my favorite, I guess you could call them science fiction movies ever. Um, adaptation. Adapt- I-, I was wondering how long it was going to take before we got to Adaptation and Her because holy shit. And Her and being John Malkovich as yes. well. I think he does a really good job of making stories about lonely people. Yes, he does. Because it's an interesting adaptate. approach. I like. Yeah. I, I love. I, I love all of those movies. I mean, her is one of my favorite movies of the 2010s. It's incredible. Adaptation's great. Um, being John Malkovich, great. And then um, Where the Wild Things Are. Yeah, he has another Marie Sendak documentary Ooh. as well about about the person himself. I've pulled him up on oh, Letterboxd really here. Good. I don't. I've I've seen four of his movies. I haven't seen any of his documentaries, but I've seen Dude, his four big narrative features. It's interesting. I think I think 
starting in skate videos sets you up very nicely to do documentaries. Just yeah. you know, it's interesting. Cause you have to, you know, be really dynamic and adapt to things on the fly. Cause it's so fast paced when you're filming something like skateboarding mm-hmm. and it makes you, it keeps you adaptable and open to things when you're doing a documentary or a narrative feature. But I think really with documentaries. Yeah. I mean, so there's a type of documentary where you have everything meticulously planned out. And then there's a the type of documentary where you just kind of let the camera roll and yep. follow the story where it goes. Um, and so I think he does that really well. Yes. So he does crack my top five, just barely. Nice. There's some he, close calls. Yeah, he did not make my um, top five or my honorable mentions, but I do like Spike Jones a whole lot. All right. my, my number four. Lay it on me. Another director who I referred to as my best friend on this podcast. <laughs> um, a filmmaker I would most want to get a hug from, probably. <laughs> um, he had a movie that came out in 2019. You may have heard of it. It won Best Picture. Ooh. Had me jumping up and down and screaming on my couch. Oh my we god, have... oh my god. Is it Guillermo? No, it's not Guillermo. Wait, that was 2017. Was that, that was 2017. Uh, 2019. Uh, the director of a little movie you may have heard of called Parasite. Oh, yes. Bong Joon-ho. Bong. It had me jumping up and down on my couch when parasite won best picture because it is <laughs> such a good fucking movie um so like uh, like with um the safety brothers bong doesn't have the biggest filmography he's got seven movies to his name so far and i think he's working on his eighth right now um <laughs> but he's kind of like seven for seven <laughs> yeah so um, very high success rate yes um uh, not only does he just make great movies he makes really good genre bending movies um, like Parasite, it's a thriller, it has horror elements, it's a dark comedy, it's a satire all wrapped up into one. Um, Barking Dogs Never Bite, uh, dark comedy, um, kind of thrillery all wrapped into one. Um, and then he's made the best police procedural movie ever fucking made in Memories of Murder. I haven't seen Memories of Murder, but it I've heard... On, it's on Hulu. It is like... The fact that Bong Joon-ho has made made a movie like Memories of Murder and then somehow topped it with Parasite, um, it's a testament to him being one of the best living filmmakers because Memories of Murder is one of the best movies I've ever seen. It is absolutely incredible. It's a hard-to-watch movie. It is a very, very graphic and true to the actual real-life story. It's based on um, kind of police procedural, but he's got his one of his best actors in like the group of actors. He usually works with a lot in Song Kang Ho, who it was, he was the lead in Parasite. Um, okay. Yeah. Incredible, yeah. incredible, incredible, incredible. Um, so yeah, dude. And also I just want to give him a hug, man. He just looks like he gives good hugs. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of does. I never thought of that. Yes. That's so, hilarious. Yeah. There's a um, Bong Joon Ho is my fourth. Um, I cannot say enough good things about his movies. <laughs> Awesome. And his two, Eng- his, his two English language movies are both great too. Okja and Snowpiercer. Yeah, I've seen both of those. Those are mm-hmm. awesome. Awesome. So yeah, there's my four. I want to hear your third now. All right. So my number three, um, Ridley Scott, I think. Oh, I love Ridley. Not in my top five, but I love Ridley. Simply because of the vast number of movies he's made. The number of classics. The number of classics. Yes. Um, And I mean, you could put Steven Spielberg on the list for the same reason, but I didn't. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, Spielberg's got some fluff, um, and I generally like Ridley a little more. I mean, Spielberg's yeah. got Raiders of the Lost Ark and Jurassic Jurassic yes. Park, but Ridley's got Alien. <laughs> Alien, Blade Runner is yeah. are the big ones for me, and, and Gladiator too. Oh, dude, Gladiator was the first R-rated movie I ever watched. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the first R-rated movie I watched. I should. I, I distinctly remember. I distinctly remember my dad saying when I was like 14, okay, you're old enough to watch, you know, some R-rated movies now. So he rented <laughs> Glad he got just got Gladiator that it was back when Netflix was still sending DVDs out and he oh, got yeah, Gladiator. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I watched it and I was like, I love this movie so much. <laughs> Romans. Dude, um there's nothing like getting a DVD in the mail. Oh, I miss dude, it. That, I, I do miss I miss that. I miss that. Netflix should bring that back. Yeah, it should still be an option. Yep. Um. Yep. So Blade Runner. Fuck, dude. Mm. dude he was doing a Dune adaptation too. Oh, dude. Ridley that never Dune. saw the light of day. I think Ridley doing Dune think. would have been good as long as because the problem with David Lynch's Dune wasn't David Lynch; it was studio interference. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Ah. So if, cool to see. Yep. Um. Also, The Martian's pretty good. It's not like great, yeah, but I, I the like Martian. The Martian. Um. Again, Alien is probably my favorite horror movie. Yeah. So. Toss up between that and the thing. Um, Thelma and Louise is great. It is. Um, He's only got one dud out of the movies I've seen from him. Black Hawk Down? I have not seen Black Hawk Down. It's you ha- the, oh, you haven't seen Black Hawk no, Down. It's, it's uh, the I feel Russell like it's kind of duddy. Yeah, it's the Russell Crowe Robin Hood movie. Mm. It's the only dud out of the movies I've seen from Ridley. Yeah. Everything an, else is at least good. I, I, I remember that, that Robin Hood movie. Like I remember liking it, but it's also been... 10 years since I've seen it. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it too. That's Robin Hood. We should should watch Robin Hood and do an episode about it. Yeah, we could. We could. We could do an Um, episode all about Robin Hood adaptations where we watch like the Russell Crowe one, the Fox one, the Kevin Cosner one, and the Taron Egerton one. Oh my God. (laughs) A lot of Robin Hood, but that'd be be interesting. That would be an interesting thing. I'm sure there are. Uh, clear standouts. Have you oh, yeah. seen? Have you seen? Have you seen Prometheus? Dude, I fucking love Prometheus. Yeah. Listen, anybody that doesn't like Prometheus can eat shit. <laughs> Prometheus Dude, is great. Alien universe. I, is there a bad movie in the Alien universe? Um, the fourth one's not great. Um, Which one was? Is it Alien? What is it? Resurrection. That's uh, the one where they. It's because Ridley Ripley dies in at the end of Alien Cubed. Right. And then they resurrect her or it's been a while since I've seen resurrection, but they resurrect her or they clone her something along those lines. And it's the the worst one. I haven't seen covenant yet, but I think. Okay. So covenant uh, is, well, you can't really call it derivative of the original alien because it's, it's the alien covenant. It's alien. Yeah. But it's a, it's, it's got a lot of echoes. Mm. And it's almost like a reboot in a lot of ways. Like it has the same character cookie cutter Mm -hmm. uh, character molds. Yeah. but it's it's good i enjoyed it nice one thing i really liked about prometheus was i didn't know it was an alien spinoff or like an alien prequel until like the end you're like oh my god i recognize these things well that's the thing. i hadn't seen any of the alien movies first so it got to the oh, end and i was nice. like what the fuck is happening nice. here i just went to see prometheus because it looked like an interesting sci-fi movie uh-huh dude that's cool so did that make you like alien more having seen prometheus first it really didn't affect my view on Alien because I just loved okay. Alien by itself. Yeah, I mean it's a great standalone, but I was mm-hmm. just wondering if you've if having seen the prequel before seeing Alien, if that affects um, 
this is who, who cares they're all good yeah. i mean alien <laughs> alien aliens is great yes alien three or alien versus cube predator I, I have not seen alien versus predator oh it's fun it's a fun time so you want my number three i want your number three all right this guy is the only dead director on my list oh rest in peace yeah rest in peace this guy i have seen like almost all of his movies um he's only got a couple duds most of his are at least good and he's got i think like three perfect 10 out of 10s in my book he is japan's own akira kurosawa (sighs) i knew that was coming yeah i could not leave akira off of the list Um, what an icon i know i mean the man basically inspired the modern western genre Oh, absolutely he did, yeah. Like, with Seven Samurai and Yojimbo, like, they literally remade Yojimbo and the Seven Samurai as westerns, and they took a lot of his tropes. Yeah, we and, have... and it's, I mean, they're traditionally western tropes, but they've mm-hmm. been adapted in so many other genres, like yeah. Star Wars, right? Yeah, Star Wars and... is, is Star Wars is heavily inspired by a Kurosawa movie, The Hidden Fortress. It mm-hmm. takes a lot of the plot beats from The Hidden Fortress. Yeah, so super influential. Uh, he is one of your favorite filmmakers. Favorite filmmakers, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I caught the seven. I caught Seven Samurai in a thirty-five millimeter print in a movie theater mm. a couple of years ago, and it was one of the best theater experiences of my life. That's fucking awesome. Where Emily, where was that? Um, there, so there's like this little um, independent theater about fifteen minutes from us called the Artcraft. It's incredible. This is my nice. plug for the Artcraft Theater down in Franklin, Indiana. Um. I love it so much. I've only been a couple times because we moved down here. We went a couple times in the pandemic hit. So right. <laughs> haven't been in a while, but they don't show new movies. They show like a curated selection of movies throughout the year. That's awesome. And one I of the best theaters a place I've like to. that here. I'm sure you've nope. got some down there. Atlanta's a great city, dude. In it, in the city. Yeah. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like 40 minutes outside of the city now. So oh shit, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. When I lived downtown, there was a place um that whose name escapes me but it's right across the street from piedmont park behind mm-hmm. the trader joe's if you're familiar Ooh. with atlanta uh and that's where i saw i saw the lighthouse there and they do oh. a lot of similar curated uh um films they don't show exclusively new movies which is awesome mm-hmm. speaking um, of speaking of good directors he's not on my list but robert eggers director of the lighthouse honorable mention for me uh, yeah, he didn't make my honorable mentions either, but you reminded me of him, and he's got his new movie coming out next year. Yes, The, the Northman. The Northman. The, look, Robert Eggers doing a Viking revenge saga. I'm going to be fucking over the moon watching that. <laughs> I, I wrote his name down. I think he was sixth. Mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, Kurosawa, my number three. Um, I watched I rewatched Ron recently, and Ron made mm-hmm. my top five all-time movies list because it's fucking perfect. Okay, so I've got to watch Daddy Long Legs, Memories of Murder, and Ron. Ron is on Prime. Memories of Murder it's on is Prime. on Hulu. Yep, uh, Memories of Murder is on Hulu, and I, Daddy Long Legs used to be on Criterion Channel. I don't know if it's still there. Okay, I'll check it out. I've got it. Wow, my list of films to watch grows ever longer. Dude, it never gets smaller for me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Give me Sweet. Two. What am I on? Number two. Yeah, we're on number two. We're getting close. All to All right. Me, dude. It's another team, another uh, another set of brothers, the Coen brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah, I knew this was coming. Yep, dude. So many awesome classics. Yeah. Raising yeah. Arizona, dude. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it so much. So, No Country for Old Men. Of course, of course. One of the movies that really got me into series, like, quote-unquote, serious cinema. Well, serious films. 
um fargo one oh, of my all-time favorite movies fargo. Fargo. um the big lebowski what do you do you feel about the big lebowski it's not, i mean i like the big lebowski a whole lot it's not my favorite coen brothers i don't even know if it cracks my top five but yeah I, it's, it's very it's, good it's not top tier it's mm-hmm. mid tier but it's a it's a great comedy in and of itself yeah donny shut the fuck up yes <laughs> the dude and um yeah, all, like it's just got classic, classic yeah, I, characters. I remember in college, I took a screenwriting class and I unwittingly referenced the Big Lebowski like six times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even mean to; it just kind of yeah. happened. <laughs> right, that's hilarious. They, but yeah, they've got like their body of work is just—I mean, it's top tier. It's yeah, amazing. So what's your favorite Coen Brothers movie? Because I, I meet a lot of people, and a lot of people say different things because their filmography is just so good, top to bottom, that you can pick mm-hmm. any of them, and any of them would be like a. You can justify choice. a lot, yeah. yeah. Um, but for me, it's it's Fargo. Um, mm-hmm. I it's it's just one of my favorite movies ever. Yeah, Coen Brothers or not, so it's um just the atmosphere. I love I love it, and yep. and the dry humor. <laughs> oh, dude, they do dry humor so well. So good. Like, what about um, you? What's your favorite? Raising Arizona is probably my favorite. Okay. That's a great yeah, one. I love that one so much. It was probably my first Coen Brothers, I think. Mm. So it also holds that special little place in my heart. And also, I mean, Nick Cage, dude. He's so good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. this is a Nick Cage stand podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Have you seen Pig yet? No, dude. I fucking need to watch Pig. I need to watch Pig. So I rented Pig. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, I fell asleep. Really? Yes, I was waiting for like John Wick with pigs. Mm-hmm. Never got it, and just kind of, I just fell asleep. I don't know. Oh, it could be because I get, you know, I haven't slept for longer than three hours at a time since I have a baby. In, yeah, that, 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 yeah, could My have something will... to do with it. Yeah, but I was just a little bored. I was kind of let down. I think yeah. I should revisit it though. I'm going to, I need to rent it and watch it since it's a neon release. I'm hoping it ends up on Hulu soon. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not holding my breath though. Have you seen Mandy? Well, now we're, we're going down a Nick Cage rabbit hole, but we should do, we do need to do a cage string of episodes at some point. A cage a thon. Yes. Oh my God. That would be incredible. (laughs) But no, I have not seen Mandy yet. It's been on my watch list for a while. Yeah. Ready for my number two? Give me it. All right. Another person I've referred to as my best friend on this podcast. Is he alive? He is. He's very okay. young. He's only got five movies out. Oh, mm-hmm. he's fresh. Very fresh. He's got a new movie <laughs> okay. coming out in October, though. Okay. Uh, Denny? It's not Denny. Denny uh, made my honorable mentions. Okay, okay. Um, but it is my number two is uh, 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 our little fellow from England, Mr. <laughs> Edgar Wright. <laughs> The little fella. I love him so much. Um, Edgar Wright has five movies and 40% of them are perfect. Start to finish, 40% of them are perfect because Scott Pilgrim is the best comic book adaptation ever made. I'm not going to accept any arguments. You know, I'm thinking of arguments, but I I just don't know any other comic book adaptations, so I'll let you off the hook. Yeah, Edgar Wright um, has made the best comic book adaptation ever made. Scott Pilgrim is perfect and hot fuzz. Yes. I know your affinity for hot fuzz. Yes. My really, my affinity for his Cornetto trilogy as a whole, because he took three not comedy genres and turned them into comedies. Now the what trilogy, the Cornetto trilogy. So it's his three movies that are kind of, they have the same casts for the most part. And what they all are is kind of 
comedy homages to three different genres because we've got Shaun of the Dead, homage to horror movies. Yep, of course. Uh, Hot Fuzz, which is an homage to the 90s and 80s action movies. And then it, it, the trilogy closed with um, The World's End, which was an homage to sci-fi movies. Um, and you can tell Wright has just a very deep understanding of how movies work. <laughs> very good. He's a very good writer. Um, and he's not just really, really stylish. He makes just really technically good movies. Like he makes really good cuts and, you know, pan. Sure, yeah. But camera movements are always really, really, really good. Um, he's a really good editor. Um, and he always gets the best out of his cast. Like no matter what his casts are always great. And um, his next movie comes out in October and I'm so excited for it. This is uh one night in Soho last night. in Soho. last night. So yes. Um, yeah, Edgar Wright made a fucking Giallo movie. and I'm so fucking excited for it. It's going to be good. It's going to hey, be incredible. October. Damn dude. I'm September. I'm going to, yeah, we're in September already, dude. What? Yeah. I'm going to live in a movie theater in October when <laughs> Dune and Soho come out. Although they did push back Jackass 4, which makes me sad. Yeah. And Mission Impossible. And yeah, Mission Impossible um, was already supposed to come out next year, but they pushed back, they uh, push Top back? Gun. They pushed Top Gun back. Did they not? Oh, I thought they pushed back the release date of Mission Impossible 2. I, think I know it was supposed to be last next year, but I thought it was going to Yeah, they be pushed it further back, but it was already a next year thing. So I'm yeah. like, okay, at this point, it's fine. That sucks but, about Top Gun. What? I know. That sucks about dude. Top Gun. It's been pushed although, back like two or three times. Although Top Gun also has Miles Teller in it. Miles Teller fucking sucks. Fair. Did you see his, uh, did you see the news about him on the Godfather spinoff series set? No, dude. So I deleted my Twitter because it was taking up too much of my time. Oh, nice. And, You've done what um, I cannot. <laughs> it felt pretty good. I don't miss it at all. But um, as a consequence, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, so... so Miles Teller fucking sucks. And aside from having one of the most punchable faces in Hollywood, um, he is apparently playing a character in a spinoff series based on The Godfather. About like the making of The Godfather. I don't know. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. Sorry. Yeah. Um, But he apparently refused to get the COVID vaccine Mm. and then got a bunch of people on set sick with COVID. Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah, Miles Teller fucking sucks. And this is our little PSA for everybody. Get the fucking vaccine if you're able to. <laughs> yes, sir. I think um, I want... So So you, me, and Dylan all got... I don't know if this is like violating our medical privacy or whatever. But we all got oh, different... <laughs> <laughs> we all got different uh, vaccines, right? We all got different... I got Johnson & Johnson. What'd you get? Pfizer. Did I win? I don't know. I, yeah, Pfizer was the first one to get the full FDA approval, so I guess I you, think I won. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Not that it matters. So anyways, <laughs> anyways, wow. get get the vaccine. Edgar Wright is great. That's my number two. <laughs> um. Yeah. Dude. Damn. Your uh, top five are so much more well articulated than mine. I'm just like, oh, I like their movies, and you're like, here's all the reasons I like their movies. Oh, before we do number ones, give yes. me any honorable mentions that you have not listed off yet. <clears throat> um yeah peter jackson i love pj he, um, he could he make he could make nothing but shit movies for the rest of his life and i will always love him <laughs> i know <laughs> he's just made three perfect ones and that's all yes. that matters um and king kong oh, king um, kong was good i like king kong king and he's i think his world war one documentary is supposed to be super good yeah and doesn't he have one about like the beatles yeah that, yo, that just came out yeah out or, okay yeah yeah i want to see that too um um 
Guillermo del Toro, which may we may talk about later. Uh, no, I'm trying not, to feel he, out the waters. He's not my number one, but I do uh, love okay, Guillermo. Okay. Yeah, definitely honorable mention there. Um, what about you? Uh, so my honorable mentions. Let me bring my tab over real quick. So we've already talked about Denis, um, but yeah. my other three are Park Chan Wook, who's done, who's got the Vengeance trilogy and The Handmaiden and Thirst great korean filmmaker he's got a lot of his movies are on either criterion channel or i think on across various streaming services mm-hmm. um mel brooks yeah i mean blazing saddles and young frankenstein dude <laughs> just and space balls oh yes you mustn't forget space balls yes. a fun story about space balls um the first time i watched it was on july 4th when i was like nine years old we went to do a fire we went to watch the fireworks and we got there really early um and it was me my brother um and my dad and then um a couple of my brother and i's friends and their dad and we were all in their car and they had a dvd player built into the car oh so (laughs) we were we were looking around we they had they just had a spaceballs dvd lying around and my dad was like oh yeah you're nine you can watch spaceballs so he put it in They put it in. We all watched Spaceballs, and then we got Fourth home. Fourth of July. And then we got home, and we my mom was like, how, how were the fireworks? How mom, early to the fireworks were you? We needed a good spot, dude. You got to, first Fourth of July, you got to get a good spot, you know? Because Spaceballs is like 90 minutes. Yeah. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we watched Spaceballs, but we got home, and my mom was like, hey, how were you guys? And me and my brother were like, we watched Spaceballs. And my mother was like, you watched what? oh my god yeah so that that's that's my, i can that's imagine my, her <laughs> yeah that, that's my mel brooks origin story that's hilarious i love it and then my my last honorable mention is my um horny pervy 80s movie dad brian de palma okay yeah brian de palma yeah scarface scarface blowout if you haven't seen blowout mm, watch it you've um, told me about blowout yeah, yeah. watch that I'll that's on prime list. i think have you seen the um, documentary about Brian De Palma? No, I have not. Uh, Life of De Palma or something like that. All right, um, I'll, check, I'll check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's interesting. Let me type that in. He's an interesting guy. So. Oh, yeah. His, his movies definitely... He likes Hitchcock a whole lot. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can see some of the um, the influences. Yeah, the best thing... I've heard. The best way I can describe De Palma is like if Hitchcock was really, really horny. Okay. Yeah. And you know, Hitchcock probably was very, very horny. Yeah. Most well, of the time. like, because De Palma has it. a lot of really, like, voyeuristic tendencies in his yeah. movies. Well, I think Hitchcock definitely did. I mean, fucking oh, Rear yeah. Window, bro. Yo, dude, Rear Window's so good. It is. Uh, speaking of honorable mentions, Hitchcock, Hitchcock um, probably yep. should be up there. Yeah. I mean, he's, I mean, I think Hitchcock's made a lot of duds, but his classics are so good. You can't. Well, he's just up. made a ton of movies. Yeah. I've seen like so, 17 of his movies, I think. Yeah. And, and some of them are just undisputed classics. Charlie Chaplin. Oh, gotta love, gotta show Chaplin gotta, some love. Gotta, gotta show gotta. Chaplin some love. That's for our uh, film film genres professor from college. That one's for yes. you, buddy. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna make Dylan mad. It is. <laughs> he's not gonna listen to this shit. Oh, no, you know, yeah, he he never listens to these episodes. All right, I think I mean, one, dude. Okay, all right. It's Martin Scorsese. Hey, same. <laughs> I had a feeling yeah, if it I mean, wasn't Guillermo. <laughs> yeah, there's only one guy who it could have been number one for me. <laughs> Dude. All right, Scorsese party. Scorsese party. Martin Scorsese, man. Yeah. So, dude, um, what do you love about Marty, man? Everything, dude. Yes. 
<laughs> there's nothing i don't yeah like um i've seen 20 marty's martin scorsese movies and there's okay. been one that i don't like what what don't you like i didn't like hugo i'm not a big fan of hugo that's is that the one with the clocks and yeah, it's like the, it's the, the one animated the one it's it's the marty kids movie okay I don't recall. Like it's it's his love letter to. I know what you're talking about. I don't know if I've seen it. I can't remember. I, I don't I, have the list of the ones I've seen in front of me. A lot of people love it. I am not a big fan. Well, and it's the one that's made for kids, so that's okay. Yeah. You don't have to like. <laughs> yeah, it's it's introducing kids to the world of cinema. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've I mean, seen like, twenty Marty movies. <laughs> damn, I don't have a count, but it's probably close to that. What's your favorite? Ooh, I mean, Goodfellas. Goodfellas yeah. are great. Um, but The Irishman's great. Wolf of Wall Street's great. Casino's great. Temptation of Christ is great. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, Mean Streets, King of Comedy, After All Hours. All the way down the list. Shutter um, Island, The Departed. I could go for days, dude. <laughs> he's got so many great movies. Um, yeah. My favorite is probably Raging Bull. Oh, um, one of the best sports movies ever made. Uh, one of the only good sports movies ever made. <laughs> That's another to way say. to put it. <laughs> yeah, sports movies. I'm not a big fan of, um, but Raging Bull's incredible. <laughs> so good. Anything he uh, makes without with um, Bob De Niro. Yeah, I know. Um, so they they the stories are awesome. Yeah, he's a great writer. Uh, he's he, a great writer, great storyteller, but actually, also does he write just, his movies? Well, that's probably something we should find out before we yeah, call him a great probably writer. Should, probably should figure that out before we start talking about it. Um, I think. Oh, he did not write The Wolf of Wall Street. But I feel like he wrote most of the older gangster stuff. I'm pulling up. I'm just going through Letterbox and checking out the crew section. Yeah. Okay, he wrote. He partially wrote Goodfellas. He wrote but... Taxi Driver. I know that much with Paul Schrader, who's a. Uh... An interesting personality, but that's a discussion. <laughs> that's a discussion for another time. We're not going to get into how Paul that's Schrader's for the BPP interesting person special. Yeah, sit down for us to talk about Paul Schrader and fucking Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but even so, if he did not write all of the movies, the way I mean, you still have to tell tell the story visually. Yeah, he's the um, one that constructs everything. <laughs> yeah, he, he rebuilds it in the visual, mm-hmm. cinematic medium, and he's so good at that. And yeah. beyond the visual storytelling, just the cinematography, the way things look. Um, mm-hmm. Which I don't know. Does he have cinematography credits? No, he does okay. not. He's not the cinematographer for his films, but he works with good ones. <laughs> I was going to back that up and say that the teams he assembles to make his movies are mm-hmm. top tier. And we need to shout out the editor for his films, Thelma Shoemaker. Um, she edited Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island, Goodfellas, The Irishman, The Departed, Raging Bull, Casino, pretty much every Marty Damn. movie. She. Marty's not what Marty is without Thelma Schoonmaker. Yeah, dude. So not only Martin, but the the pool of talent that he carries with him throughout all of his productions yes. is just cute. Like, like uh, eight, eight or nine movies with Robert De Niro, multiple movies with uh, Joe Pesci, multiple with Leo. He's got he got Daniel Day Lewis for a couple. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Ooh, Daniel Day reminded me of another honorable mention, which we can talk about. But Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, dude. PTA is so good. PTA is oh, yeah. awesome. Um, I, I'm I'm very happy we agree on our number one. That's really yeah. 
I knew didn't... that Scorsese would be on your list. Yeah. So like I just wasn't sure where. I mean, I've talked about Scorsese a whole lot. You can't come into this kind of an episode and not expect me to talk about Marty. He's uh he's an all timer. Have you yeah. how far have you watched in Curb Your Enthusiasm? Have you seen the episodes with Marty? No, he's in Curb. Oh yes. no. Uh Larry gets the opportunity to star in a in one of his gangster movies and he goes oh, to New York no. for a whole season while he's shooting it. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I forget God. what season it is. I have um the last curb episode I remember watching is the one where he trips Shaq in the <laughs> <Baker> game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're so good. Yep. Um, so before we get to signing off, what do we think Dylan's top five is? Oh my God. Um, guaranteed at least one name I've never heard of. Yeah. I guarantee you he's got Guy Ritchie on the list. Yeah. He would put Guy Ritchie on there just to spite me because of how much I hate Guy Ritchie. Absolutely. He would. Yeah. Um, none of the Marvel directors, nobody who's directed a Marvel movies on the list. I know that much. Do you think Miyazaki? He might put Miyazaki on there. I think Miyazaki would be a safe choice for Dylan. Guy Ritchie. Um, it's at least two. Yeah, Probably feel... some other anime director that I don't know of. Yeah, he'd probably have at least one other anime director. I think maybe Marty would be a safe choice for Dylan because I think Marty's be. a safe choice generally. So we'll just say, um, we're going to say Hayao Miyazaki, Martin Scorsese, Guy Ritchie, unnamed anime director, and <laughs> his fifth one. Um, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, make no J.J. Abrams. There you go. It's heard it here first. Dylan's fifth favorite director is J.J. Abrams. That's him. Yep. Right, I so can that, hear him now. Yeah, I think that explosion sound you just heard was Dylan breaking the. <laughs> he's breaking the sound barrier to get to my house to kill me. <laughs> His brain just went. Yep. His senses went off. <laughs> uh, Dylan, we miss you, bud. We do miss you, Dylan. Um, but I think that kind of does it for this week's episode, which actually turned into a normal length episode for us. I was yeah. thinking this would be a little shorter, but it's more of a normal length episode. That's pretty normal, dude. Yeah. 50 minutes or so. Yeah. So um, I am still capable of talking for an hour. Yeah. To another adult and not a baby. Yeah, dude, talk to you. I'm talking to adults, talking to babies, man. It's after only talking to a baby for a while. You have to. You're lucky I didn't come on here and be like, hi, Ross. How you doing, Ross? (laughs) (laughs) Can I get a smile? Are you hungry? I actually am starving. Thank (laughs) you for asking. It's almost lunchtime. Dude, I had eggs like two hours ago, but I need to get some lunch. Robert Eggsers, honorable mention. Yeah, dude, Robert Eggers. We love he's he's another guy we love on this podcast. So I'm I'm remembering to plug socials this week because I've forgotten it like I think two weeks in a row now. Bravo, Ross man. Yes. But um you can follow us on Twitter at Binge Picture. You can like us on Facebook at the Binge Picture Podcast. Um we are on Instagram, but I haven't posted on Instagram in I think four months. So you can follow us, but <laughs> you're not going to there. We are there. You're going to, you can follow us, but you're not going to get a lot of content. So really you should follow us because we're not going to plug up your timeline. There you go. Um, send us an email at bingepicturepod at gmail.com and let us know how much you hate our top five director lists and let us know why we're so objectively wrong for leaving your directors off this list. Yeah. And just let us know what your top five directors are. Yeah. We may read your email off live on air next week. Ooh. Probably not. Cause Dylan's going to be back. and He's going to make me do the Spider-Man episode. <laughs> the second, what is it? The, uh, 
what are you doing? The, 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 the three trials, labors, the labors, labors of Roskilles. Roskilles. Really, the first one wasn't that bad. We uh, it was I know you a lot tamer than I thought it would be. <laughs> you started off the episode saying, "Yo, we're gonna beat each other up in a parking lot," and you just agreed about everything from that point on. Mostly, <laughs> mostly, mostly. We did have some very fundamental agreements about isolating movies and watching them in a vacuum, as opposed to viewing them as a part of a bigger whole. Mm-hmm. It's a good discussion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch or go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already. It was cool. It's it's performing pretty well right now. It's doing really well compared to a lot of our other episodes. Nice. Probably because Star Wars it has that It's a big draw. Yeah, yeah, it's a big draw. Right. Caleb, do you have anything you want to plug this week before we sign <clears> off? I don't. I um, am woefully, I don't want to say unproductive. I'm teaching a class. I'm yeah. in grad school. I'm doing things but creatively it's not great so i have nothing to plug yet maybe yeah. someday I'm, I'm trying to look through my old like my recently watched movies to see what i have to plug um i rewatched tombstone recently Ooh, wow tombstone. i haven't it, seen that in forever uh, well spoiler alert it still fucks <laughs> it's Good. so great so i'm plugging tombstone which unfortunately just got taken off of amazon prime <laughs> Rent it from your local library. Yes, rent it from your local library. That's the real plug for this week. Local My libraries. local library has like 25 DVDs, so. Mine has more than that. <laughs> <laughs>